SBR, the People's Pod, giving you unfiltered and unqualified content every single week. I'm Cliff, he's Joe. Welcome back, everybody. What's up, everyone? It is, it is the day. It is the day that it's been one year since the passing of the late, great Kobe Bryant. Uh, you know, and the Altabellis and the Chesters, Christina Mauser, Ara Zobayan, Gigi, and the dear Kobe. And, you know, we at SBR just without, you know, really a rundown or anything, I think just wanted to just, you know, talk about and just kind of check in with each other on how we're doing and all that stuff. So, Joe? Yeah. Why don't you kick it off? I mean, we had a rundown. But we basically threw it out. <laughs> Cliff, we were texting earlier today. Yeah. And you said you didn't want to be sad today. I didn't. You didn't want to do a whole sad thing. Um, <laughs> I don't know if we're going to do... I don't think we're going to do a sad thing, but I'm kind of curious, actually. Yeah. I mean, my my so my whole thing today was just, hey, let's just kind of talk. Yeah. A little raw, a little unfiltered. Um. Why did you hey, say that's, that? That's what we do, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what we always do, but we have some very basic outline of what we're going to talk about. Um, <laughs> but why did I say I didn't want to be sad? Yeah. Because it's still sad. <laughs> it's, mm. it's, it's still sad. And also, you know, like, I think Vanessa is trying to get past it and mm. also not be sad. And, you know, she asked the the NBA not to do tributes and stuff of mm. that nature. Mm. And to me, I didn't want to disparage that. And I wanted to give that its proper weight, even though she's never going to listen to this, even though she doesn't know us. But right. I, I felt obligated to, to honor that in mm. a way. That's very interesting. Um I mean, yeah, I mean, we're not doing... I don't want to be sad either. I think the only thing... I do want to talk about that, though. Yeah. I think I want to talk about that a little bit later. <laughs> okay. First, I want to ask this question yes. that I just asked you right before we started. Of course. Which is, why do you think Kobe's passing affected so many more people and the scope of it was so much larger than any other celebrity passing. I think, uh, here's what I think. I think one, he is gone too soon, way mm. too soon. That's one piece of it. it. Because just like Chadwick Boseman, that was shocking. Right. Uh, and sudden because no, he never detailed his, uh, you know, condition. No one right. knew. He just kept working and he was young and really, and had a lot more to give. And that is one piece of the pie. Um, okay. Mm -hmm. The second thing I think that is a part of it is you knew him. Like, right. you didn't like know him, know him, but you knew him better than Chadwick Boseman. I, I don't want to keep like, you know, putting his name out there, right. but like he was playing characters, whereas Kobe was himself hmm. all the time, you know, on the court, hmm. even though it was one part of him, it was him. 
you know? Right. And, uh, and even with like, I, I don't, I don't want to keep talking about actors here, but I guess like Paul Walker too, right? That was sure. also shocking. He was young. Yeah. It was also an accident with a vehicle, but, yeah. um, you know, we, didn't really know him until like some of the stories started coming out about him, right. you know, right. whereas Kobe, the fan to player relationship or even like the Lakers to Kobe relationship, it was like a real relationship, ups and downs, fights. Mm. You see the real person, you see his personality, you see the dirty laundry, you kind of felt like you knew him. And and I feel like that's another piece of the pie. That's two. Because I think it's a complex thing. Right. I think the third thing is you saw him struggle. And you saw him struggle a lot. And you knew. Like, it, it was written down. It was set in stone how dedicated he was to his craft. Right. And he had the issues in Colorado. He had people turn against him. All this stuff, right? But you saw the redemption. You saw Kobe as a father, you know, right. and you saw him enjoying himself and he's really dedicating himself to his children. It, it almost felt like watching someone battle cancer for 20 years, survive it, and then get hit by a bus, right. you know. Uh, right. It's just like it felt unfair and almost burdensome because of it. And my the last thing I think, and I've talked about this in the last one was, Kobe felt invincible. Like, mm. I, 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 you know, I said it before, but he's like the one person you would have imagined to come out of a wreckage like that, like in the movies. Even if he right. had the worst COVID or the worst cancer, you knew he would fight through all of that. You knew he would, you know, spend every last moment doing whatever he could to get out of it. But this was so unreal to think about happening. It felt impossible. Like, it just felt impossible that this would happen. It's kind of like watching a magic trick. You know there's a catch, but if someone actually told you there was no catch, that this actually happened, that someone actually got sawed in half, your goosebumps would have goosebumps. And that's kind mm. of the reality of what it kind of felt like. And I think those four things kind of combined is why it crushed so many people. And it still crushes people. Re recap what you just said real fast. Those four points. What were those four points? Uh, the four points were, one, gone too soon. Two, knew who he was. Mm. Three, uh, a redemption story cut short. And and four, uh, invincibility. He, invincibility. Mm. he had that air of invincibility. I totally agree. I think you pretty much nailed it on the head. I thought you were going to leave me some points, but you didn't. You just said everything. So, um... <laughs> and that's SBR. <laughs> <laughs> no, because uh, when we were talking before, it was like, because I did think – this is something that – this is probably what I've thought about the most whenever I think about Kobe is I don't think there's been another celebrity death like his, which is crazy to say because then I go through in my head some of the – like some of the huge celebrities that have passed away. Like you mentioned Chadwick Boseman, but like – and I'll start from the – like, you know, you said Paul Walker also. Yeah. It was tragic. Yeah. You know, like – like Robin Williams or like Anthony Bourdain or like, yeah, you know, and then you, when you go to the music people though, oh, it's like man. Amy Winehouse, Prince, Amy Winehouse, Whitney, Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, 
Mm. It's like, those are like huge names that arguably would be more, I mean, should be kind of more influential, more affecting on a world stage, if you think about it, than somebody like Kobe. Just kind of, if you were to not, like if we didn't know, if that never happened, you would probably assume, yeah, I feel like those those deaths would be more like affecting to people. But I, I do think there is something about one being an athlete mm-hmm. because you actually don't see a lot of athletes die young like this. Right. Because it tends to be celebrities, uh, you know, Hollywood celebrities or actors or even musicians. You know, there's a certain kind of craziness that goes along with that life, right? And so, of course, it is tragic always when it happens. But if there's some kind of overdose or suicide or something like that happens, you know, of course, it's tragic and you're sad. But there's also something that people kind of know that life is a little crazy. And those People don't necessarily like the industry is not set up in a way where it's necessarily you can kind of like take care of yourself and take care of your body and take care of your mind and all these kind of things. And so there's something I think that people understand, like, yeah, sometimes that happens. It's very sad. We wish it didn't happen, but you kind of accept it. Right. But then athletes. Yeah, there aren't a ton of athletes actually that that die young like that, you know, like kind of in the prime of their lives. Um I don't know why, you know, like something like a car accident, like you can, that's just random, you know, you can't really control it or for in Kobe's case, a helicopter accident, obviously it's just, you can't, you can't predict those kind of things, but yeah, there haven't been that many athletes. I I looked up athletes and I I couldn't find anybody that was, you know, even really close to Kobe's, you know, Stature. stature. Yeah. His, his, I guess, celebrity for lack of a better term. But also, I do think something you hit on, but I want to put it kind of a little bit differently, is that you feel like, I think especially with, this is especially true with athletes, right? You feel like they they earn that. Mm-hmm. You know, like you feel like they earn their respect, mm-hmm. right? Like they earn their whatever they they reap, particularly after they retire, Right, because when they're still playing, sometimes there's a lot of criticism, and Kobe was a particularly polarizing figure. Right, you either hated him or you loved him, and that was true even of people outside of basketball. Right, it's like you either hated him or you loved him, because just because of the things that you heard about him and his personality and like the way that he plays and the way that he treats his teammates, like all this kind of stuff, that was all in the broader media too, not just within kind of basketball circles. And so people had their opinions about Kobe. And once he retired, just like for anybody who you think is an en- your enemy when they're playing, like, uh, you know, Tim Duncan or something like that, right? Like, uh, who, who are, you know, like the even, you know, the jazz or something, you know, like right. there's these particular teams or players that uh, they're like your rivals when you're playing. Right. But then after when they retire, you're just like happy for them. You're like, oh, yeah, it's cool. I see. I'm glad he's like living out his life. I'm glad he is enjoying He's reaping the benefits of all his hard work. I mean, part of that whole athlete conversation that just to add on to that is that people talk about how entitled athletes are. That's mm. And if you go on a Facebook chat or a comment section about any athlete, especially Kyrie, it's always about the money. It's mm. always like, shut up. You're getting paid millions of dollars. Just mm. do it, right? 
No one says that about Kobe. You know why? Because he outworks everybody, including the people that are commenting. You know, mm. there's nobody out there that is outworking him. So you look at him and you're like, you deserve this. Like, mm. you deserved everything you've poured into it. And right. whether you love him or you hate him, and mostly it's because of the way he plays and who right. he plays for, mm -hmm. but you respect what he puts, what he put to get there. You know what right. I mean? And because of that, you don't you don't get the naysayers saying things like that, and so they're happy for him. That's why you can be happy for him because he earned it. Yeah, you know, people didn't really. I think well, early on there was a lot of like, oh, this kid's so entitled. But once they realized how hard he worked, once they realized how much he was putting into it, and he that the fact that he didn't take anything for granted, even though obviously these are gifts, you know, like he 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 received something that not a lot of people receive. But you only feel I think you only feel a certain way about that. Like you only don't like those people when you feel like they're not living up to their potential, right? It's like, mm -hmm. oh, you've been gifted this talent, this ability, and you're just squandering it. You know, I think that's kind of how people feel about Kyrie, right? It's like, oh, man, like, why, you know, if I had that, right? Like, if I had your opportunity, I would, I would do more than you. Like, I would make the most of it. Like, whether or not that's true, of course, you know, to be debated. But with Kobe, yeah, you're right. It's like, you can't even say that, right? It's like, even if I had all your gifts, I don't think I, I have the drive or the determination no. to become, like what you became or to accomplish what you accomplished. So he basically won everybody over. And like you said, it's like, he was very flawed. Yeah. You know, I think if, if there were more, if there wasn't that arc, right. Cause that kind of narrative is so appealing. It is like the narrative of life, but he started as a young, dumb kid. He made a ton of mistakes and there was truly this redemption you know, interesting that even he was part of the redeem team. Like that was the the whole thing. And that really was his life. And he had pretty much come out on the other side. He was a father, you know, and everybody loved that side of him. And he was so much more open. And it seemed like kind of just able to let go of some of that ultra competitiveness that made him seem a little off-putting to some people. Like, honestly, like because of the ups and downs, like, it felt like a relationship, right? If it's just mm. good, like, look at Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Look how right. much time and how much, how many championships he won for the LA Lakers. Right. It, he's not revered as much as Kobe. They, the Lakers and him have a tumultuous relationship, you know? Right. And a lot of that right. is also due to Kareem's personality, sure. <laughs> yeah. But, like, there was no downs, really, mm. you know? Mm. Like, He's not asking to get traded. Like Kobe has to get traded. He didn't right. want to play for the Lakers anymore. You know, they they had the war. He had a war with Shaq. You know, right. and he, and you know, they history was is on the right side now. But there are a lot of Laker fans that said trade Kobe, right. get rid of Kobe. You you keep you know the most dominant player. You know what's really interesting about Kobe too is like it in a weird way he's like a lot more humble than other players because he went through all that you know it's like he still comes off kind of arrogant you know what I mean? like when he talks even in his retirement and stuff like that yeah. but it's like his sharp edges got so much more dulled you know like he became softer basically yeah 
because he he made mistake he made his own mistakes i think like colorado and all that stuff too like stuff with his teammates and all of that like negative talk around some of those things too i think it also changed him right and we've talked about his leadership style how it kind of evolved over the years how he learned to trust in team a little bit more you know he still did things his own way but I think he some there was some humility that kind of got beat into him through just life. And seeing that is very because it's almost like when you just succeed on every level, I feel like this is kind of like what you're talking about with Kareem, too. Mm -hmm. But like you don't really have the the need to look back on your life and be like, oh, yeah, but, you know, I have these big failures, like these mistakes that I've made. Right. And I had to change and I had to evolve and kind of learn these things. You know what I mean? Because that kind of leads you into, or if you just blame other people and you're like, well, these are all the reasons that I didn't succeed. And then once I got all the things that I needed, I did succeed, right? Kobe straight up, you know, he airballed. He did those, you know, <laughs> he shot those airballs, right? Mm -hmm. Like he failed in a lot of those instances. And that growth is so interesting. Yeah. You know who I, th you know who I think is the last person that has affected people, the mass population, with their death in this way? Who? Princess Diana, 1997. Yeah, so I actually had her on the list, right? Why do you think that is? I think she has this list. Mm. She died young, right. tragically. Yes. You knew her personality. You saw her suffer like in kind of like in the public eye and she was trying to do so much good. She stood up for what was right all the time, you know, even though that people scrutinized her, you know, tumultuous life or how she was and her personality of not being as proper, right, right. you know, and because of that, because she was enduring all of that, you felt like she was invincible. Mm -hmm. Like you, you thought she was, she was walking on air. And yet she got taken down in a car accident and it's so tragic. It's so, it was so tragic. People thought it was a hit right. and it might be, it's never been disproven. Well, I think the only one difference I think, cause I remember when, when princess Diana died and I just remember that, you know, there was like paparazzi related because there was this whole thing about that and how that led to, you know, the circumstances of the car accident in this. And mm. I think there was that added element of like, oh, gosh, like they did that to her. You know, yeah. like they they kind of like messed up her life and like made this happen, you know, and because there was all that. Yeah, there was all the, you know, her being criticized. And so there was this added element of like anger. You know, people were really angry about it, like, oh, like, why did they do this? And even the criticism, too, right? It was like, oh, they, they like, ruined her life and made this happen. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, because I remember not only was there sorrow, but there was a lot of anger. Like, people yes, were just like, but yeah. a lot of emotion. Oh, definitely. There was definitely and a sustained. lot of emotion. I do think, yeah, there's something to be said for knowing the person, like, because even even with musicians... You know, you don't necessarily know them, right? Yeah. It's like they're not playing a character per se, but they're still kind of performing, you know? Mm -hmm. And so there is still this gap. But I think you know them more than an actor. Of Yeah, for sure. 
most actors, yeah, I would say, because those people are just pretending to be other people. Musicians are, I would say, being a version of themselves, but not necessarily being themselves. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, it depends on the musician, but you know, for people, they're kind of playing a character on stage. It's like a, it's like it is them, but it's also not exactly right. them right. necessarily. Uh, dip, again, depending on kind of what what the genre or what kind of what the who right. the musician is, but yeah, with I think with and Princess Diana was obviously she was just a celebrity person. She wasn't like playing a character. politician, right? Although, but it's like well, you're just royal yeah. family. I mean, it's it's their version <laughs> yeah, of politician. It is, yeah. yeah. I guess it, it's a it's yeah. I mean, more or less, she's herself yeah. though, right? Especially that royal family stuff, because you kind of just marry into it. It's not like you're uh, groomed for it your right. whole life. Do you know what I mean? To be a celebrity, or even that you're like a reality star celebrity. What was I? What, what were we talking about at the beginning? Because I, I really wanted to get back to that question. Why it affected you so much? Why it affects people so much? No, 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 no. Being sad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not being sad. That's that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. That's right. Um, yeah. So the other thing I wanted to get back to, I don't even know if this is so like random to yeah. talk about, but why? Okay. But why did you not want to be like, is there a reason that you didn't want to be sad besides the Vanessa stuff? Uh, I, th- I feel like he wouldn't want to be, want me to be sad. Hmm. I-, I know that's strange, <laughs> but I feel like the legacy of Mamba mentality is use it as motivation, push mm. it forward, move mm. forward, live, you know, mm. don't, don't just dwell and just be sad about it, but, you know, turn it into something and move forward. Mm. Do you feel like we're getting personal now? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Do you feel like you have completely processed like your grief? No, Kobe. no, I don't mm. think so. I think it, I think this podcast and talking to you has helped a lot because one, like we're friends sure. and two, we do a sports podcast. So, you know, sports <laughs> and three, we've experienced a lot of Kobe together, like a mm. lot of him, you right. know? So like, I know I know whatever I say, you would understand, Mm. like you would get it. Like the, normally the person that I would go to, to, you know, make sure I, I have worked all of this out is my wife. Right. Sure. But of course she doesn't understand. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? I should get it. She's like, Oh, all of LA is sad right now for Kobe. I'm like, Yeah. (laughs) It's very interesting because I do wonder, like, look, our culture, we have an aversion to processing grief. You know, we're not good at it. Yeah. We we do want to kind of take on that Kobe mentality, that Mamba mentality and just be like, yeah, let's power through. Let's turn it into something useful or meaningful, um, which I don't. I mean, I don't I don't have any problem with that. I think that's good. But at the same time. Speak your feelings. I, I, yeah, I mean, I I bet there are a lot of people out there. I don't know how you guys are about, and this obviously goes beyond just Kobe. 
But even with Kobe, I think a lot of people feel weird saying that they feel bad about it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, of course, people will post stuff on social media and people will... Yeah, you know, like the like all the all the stuff that came out, the memes and the kind of like hashtags like girl dad and mama yeah. forever and yeah. like Kobe and Gigi, like all this kind of stuff. But I feel like there's a lot more in there <laughs> that people just didn't process. And of course, it connects on all these different levels. It's like as a parent, you know, as a person who's trying to accomplish something, maybe you're an entrepreneur, you know, maybe you're just trying to succeed in life or maybe you are actually a sports fan and Kobe actually meant something to you as a sports idol or as a figure, as a role model. But I do feel like a lot of people, because if we didn't have each other and actually, even if we didn't have the pod, I don't know if we really would have talked about Kobe. That's probably true. Yeah. Like we probably would have texted a little, we were texting already and we probably would have texted a little bit and we'd just kind of been like, dude, I'm sad. Yeah. But it's so much, it's crazy. And again, even talking about it on a sports podcast where it is completely appropriate and relevant still feels a little weird to say that it actually makes you sad to think about it. And I like had to have like real long conversations with Boomi yeah. when it happened about it. Yeah. Where I was crying and then she would be crying and then we'd both be crying. <laughs> Like, and we're both kind of like, even though, I mean, for me, it it would make sense, you know, but I would still kind of be like, dude, why am I crying though? Like, is this appropriate? Like, is this right for me to be doing this? Is, is something wrong with me? Am I too invested in sports? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's like this, this is not right. This, this is not right. You know what I mean? But I do think, and look, I'm not saying, I guess what I am saying is if, Hey, if you want to grieve, I think that's what days like this are for, mm. right? If you still have unprocessed grief and maybe it's about Kobe or maybe it's just about something related to Kobe. Do you know what I mean? Cause it might not necessarily be Kobe, but it might be when it happened, it, it awakened something in you. It made you think about something. Mm. Right. It was about your life. It was about what was happening in your life and how somebody being cut down in the prime of their lives, kind of in the in the infancy of reaping the benefits of everything that they had worked hard for their whole life. You know, just at the beginning of them being able to enjoy those things and being a father and being a husband and you know, being a successful figure and just a person who had worked hard and finally accomplished pretty much like what they had set out to do and was kind of going to that next chapter and and having that person tragically taken away, you know, from the world, from his family, and them, you know, going through all of that without him. If that leads you to some kind of grief I'm just going to give you permission to go ahead and feel that. Go ahead and talk about it. Um, yeah, because I think it's I think it's okay. I think it's good. I think it's healthy. You, you just brought something up in me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think one, definitely with this pod, because for sure we would have talked about it. 
but we wouldn't have unpacked it like this, hmm. you know, because like, you know, when you're asking me these questions, I really have to like think about why this specific thing is making me sad. Like why this specific person, you know, has such a lasting impact. His death has such a much more lasting impact than, hey, I watched Black Panther. I watched all the Fast and Furiouses. Like yeah. I love Whitney Houston. You know, all these yes. people. Oh my gosh, Whitney. Yeah. Um, But why his resonates so much further and i think it's a lot of these reasons right i think all of that but i think the fifth reason for me for mm. me personally i don't know if it's going to be for anybody else is if it could happen to him it could happen to me mm. you know like if like he 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 did everything right not, not everything right but everything to get to where he was worked so dang hard to get to where he was Right. And now he's reaping the rewards, right? But it's just got cut short. And if he he the invincible one it, it it's not it's not there for him. Like who knows when my number is going to get called. Like mm -hmm. and you kind of have this existential crisis about is everything that I'm doing right now worth it? Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh like and, I, and, you know, you kind of have that realization. And I think I unintentionally, without thinking about it, did that this year. And I think everyone got to because of COVID. Right. You know? Yeah. Weirdly. Yeah, it's crazy that Kobe happened right before COVID. Yeah. I mean, uh, look, at the end of the day, I think that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, that kind of existential crisis, processing grief, a lot of times it opens up these kind of questions questions we don't normally talk about because uh you know we live under the assumption that life will be forever <laughs> so yeah we can spend our time doing all the fun things always and so look this is very unusual for us <laughs> to be this to be this deep into something that I mean, this is not very unusual for me, but it's 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 incredibly unusual for me to be on the pod. <laughs> but I think it, it he brings he brought it out, you know, mm. like o only he could do this kind of thing, <laughs> you know. But I will say, there's, I mean, if there are some things that we can take from it, it's like we could be thankful. Yeah. For the things that we have and the lives that we have, we can live every day uh, with some kind of urgency uh, to pursue the things that we think are important and are valuable. Because that's how you should spend your days. It yeah. really is. Uh, yeah. Like with what matters and just think about that. Yeah, I think you, that's. You never know. I think that is the way to. You know, honor Kobe. Yeah. Because, yeah. Because you just, you just don't know. Cool. <laughs> How do we segue from that to the end? To the, where you, where you where loudly yell all the, <laughs> all the things that people should do. Should we do something else? Should we do a, a silent count? Should we do a, a 24... 
24 click click out. <laughs> I mean, in the end, all I could say, rest in peace, Mamba. Rest in peace, Gigi. All of you guys, Altabellis, the Chesters, Christina Mauser, Arzo Bayan. Uh, grace and peace to all the remainder remainders of all those families. Yeah. And to everyone in LA that's hurting. Um, I don't know, man. Can we, can we end like this? This is, this is way too, this is way too down. I'm way too down right now. (laughs) I'm way too down right now. I just can't. All right. We'll be back next week with the 36th most listened to podcast in France. (laughs) 25th most listened to podcast in Malaysia. It's like, you think that's good, right? But we were 33rd. <laughs> <laughs> we moved down. We moved down a few spots. Damn it. CJ? He's working hard. He's hurt right now. So he's working hard on his pod. He's working hard on his pod. But our, our pod's more, it's more fun. It's true. It's true. And much more organized than some, surprisingly. <laughs> That's all you. And the magic of editing. And the, ma- and the magic of editing. Because <laughs> I smack my lips a lot. <laughs> you guys think we laugh a lot on the pod, but you should see how much laughing gets cut out. So much. So many minutes of just laughing do you, gets cut out. Do you laugh while we're laughing, while you're editing it? No, dude. When I'm editing it, I'm like, oh, dude, what's so funny? Calm down. <laughs> Calm down, guys. It's not that funny. It's us, but I'm I'm talking to us in my head. Jeez, jeez, you really, you really love your own jokes, huh? So the so the t- points where you actually laugh is when you're like, okay, this is good. Yeah, th- that's what I keep. Most of that other stuff gets cut. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's that's fair. Mom mentality. Should we should we uh, do an announcement for the the thing? Why don't we do that for our yeah, short? Yeah, I mean, no, for the collaboration for help. Oh, 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 oh. yeah, that's this will be our this will be our two for the road. Okay, so for our two for the road, <laughs> um, SBR Nation, talking to you. We're looking to collaborate with someone that has a background in two D animation yes. because we are going to. Launch something new. We're going to try something. A new series. We're going to try something. A new series. So we're wondering if you or anyone you know in your network is a 2D animator that is interested in working on working with us uh, in this collaboration. Um, Let us know. Uh, Reach out to us. DM us. And uh, we'd be happy to make it happen. And you guys will see the results of that uh, in a couple weeks. Mm. Yes. Got me good. <laughs> I hope. In my mind, it's going to be amazing, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it turns out in reality. That's how I feel about the pod every week. <laughs> and, but, then, and then but, there are random times you don't laugh at my joke. I'm like, oh, wow, it's that, it's that bad, huh? I got it's disconnected, Cliff. That's what happened. <laughs> you were talking to yourself for five minutes. I was. I was like really going and like, you know, like I should have just probably stopped and be like, it's not funny. But I was like, 
I was like kind of ashamed, so I kept building on it. I was like <laughs> throwing more jokes. You kept trying yeah. to earn that laugh. I was like, okay, maybe he didn't understand it. I'll come at it in a different angle. Oh gosh, that's nice. yeah, that's that's the saddest. <laughs> All right, thanks everyone for listening to the People's Pod. Subscribe, like, comment, share, rate, give us five stars. We'll be back next week with no nonsense. This is SBR with Flip and Joe. Peace, y'all. What'd you say? You said, did you say more? What'd you say? <laughs> I think What'd I say? said something weird. Roar, more nonsense. More, more nonsense? <laughs> more nonsense? I kind of want to change this outro because it's really a mouthful. <laughs> mm. But you do it so well. I'm so used to it now. Sometimes I kind of want to like add in the ranking from France. <laughs> 35th podcast 35th in the basketball best, the 35th best podcast that's so hard to say. in the basketball category <laughs> the 35th best podcast in the basketball category in france dang that that that's a mouthful i don't know how you even say our stuff yeah try try the outro you've heard it so many times okay here we go thanks everyone for listening to the people's pod subscribe like <laughs> i can't it's hard subscribe it's it's a lot right subscribe like subscribe like comment share rate give us five stars we'll be back next week with more nonsense this is sbr with cliff and joe peace no, not bad uh, it's not bad